Here at Doxaday Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. Today we are focusing on what it actually means to be Christian. As a Christian, you get to live with a life and a heart filled with gratitude. Thanksgiving. That's what we do. As Christ's followers, we're always in a place where we can be grateful. There's never a moment where you cannot be grateful about your life. In fact, it's put like this. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. Everybody say every situation. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So today is all about living the Christian life. We're going to say thank, thank you. And we're going to do it in two ways. Firstly, we're going to look at ourselves. We're going to say, what am I thankful for, for this year? And secondly, we're going to look at us together as a family. What are we thankful for and trusting God for? Now, before I say anything further, I want to ask you to quickly turn to the person next to you and tell them about something good that you got this year. Something that's really good, that you're thankful for. You're like, I'm so thankful that I have this good thing. Husbands, this is an opportunity to say wives. Just, just putting it out there. So just quickly tell the person a good thing that you have received. Okay? So, but with that being said, quickly read with me James chapter 1, verse 17, where the half-brother of Jesus says the following. He says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. So anything that's good in your life, if it's good, it comes from God. If it's good, it comes from God. And you've just testified about some good stuff God has given you. And that's partially what we're going to say thankful, thank you for today. We're going to say thank you to the good things that God has given us in this year. And there's a lot of them. In fact, I believe if you're sitting here and you, you've gone through COVID, you know that you can be thankful for the fact that you're alive today. Some of us can be thankful for the fact that we still have family and friends around us. So there's so many practical things that we can say, thank you for this, Jesus. We can do, we can say that today. But then I also know there might be a few of us sitting here that's saying, God, I've trusted you for some stuff and I can't say thank you because I don't have it. And here is where Christianity just blows the world out of the water. Because Jesus makes it so clear that we can, in every situation, present our requests with thanksgiving. We always have a reason to be thankful. So to be thankful or to show gratitude is not just an attitude. It's not just an attitude of gratitude, a positive mentality. It's actually a concrete reality in which we're holding on to giving us the faith to be thankful. And it's this. It's the fact that we can be thankful for God's faithfulness through Jesus Christ. So even if you haven't received it yet, even if that thing that you're trusting God for hasn't come yet, you can still thank Him today for that. 
And we see this happening all throughout Scripture. But today I quickly want to take you guys back to Old Testament and the book of Psalms. Psalm 120 to 135 is called the Psalms of a Saint. And those Psalms, quite famous, quite a few famous Psalms coming from that. And we're going to be meditating only on two verses in Psalm 121. It should be probably already up behind me. And verses 1 and 2. But before I meditate in those Scriptures, I quickly want to give you guys a picture of what's happening. This is when the guys go from Jericho all the way, seven times a year, to Jerusalem. Lowest point. I don't know if you know this, but Jericho is the lowest point on earth. And then they would make their way up towards Jerusalem. The city of peace. God's city. Jerusalem. The city of wholeness. The hope that we have in God. Everything will be made whole again. All the pain will be removed. He's making everything new. And as we're making our way there, we're reciting, we're singing these psalms as a reminder to ourselves that no matter where you are, the hope that we have is eternal. It's concrete. It's in Jesus. It's done. So, with that being said, Psalm 121, verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? Now, this is quite an interesting statement. I know in our world we can look at mountains and say, I have a few serious mountains in front of me. Where will my help come from? But in the context of the people walking this journey and going on this road, the mountains were the place where people would put down shrines or some other beautiful images of the idol gods that they would worship in that land. And they would always be on mountaintops, high spaces of worship. So whenever someone in the pagan world, the guys that lived in Canaan except for the Israelites, they would always look towards the mountains and look towards the top points of those mountains and say, my hope hopefully will come from that God. But they even had this little saying that our gods might be sleeping. So you don't always know whether your hope will come from them. That's what this verse is referring to. It's referring to people looking to created things to find their hope. And then when we gaze upon those things, there is this shift that happens in verse 2. Nope. My help does not come from that place. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He is above the mountains. He made the mountains. That's where my help comes from. And I know this here. Maybe you have already experienced this. Maybe you're already in verse 2. Your help has come from the maker of heaven and earth. Maybe you are still looking at some of those mountains and you're saying, nope, not today. I'm going to thank God that he will always help me and be with me. He will give me a way out. And that way, His name is Jesus. So we're going to thank today, not just for what we have received, but even for the things that we're still trusting for and that we know God is providing for. We're going to continue to push into that. It's a statement of worship that we're going to be doing today. And to kick us off, we've asked a few guys in this family to go and share their testimony of what God has already done in this year in their life. And then after that, I'll explain a little bit later how we're going to have everybody in this room get an opportunity to go and express whatever I'm thankful for today. Let's give these guys a big hand. It's quite powerful. And if you were part of the journeys of some of these people, you'll know there's some tears going down now. 
because God is really, really good and has been good to this family. And that brings us to point number two. Not just what I'm thankful for, but what we are thankful for. And I just want to look at two things today. But before we're going to look at those two things, I want to talk to you guys about signs. Because what we're looking at, that's not the evidence that we can be thankful for. It's only signs that points to the fact that he is faithful. That's all that it is. So signs. I want you to think about signs for a moment. Signs are quite important, huh? especially road signs. I want to tell you and show you a specific road sign. This one. <laughs> Every time... I come from Pretoria after we had a lack of care with my parents and I'm on my way to Bloom. Then I have to go past this specific sign and it's that Bakuli interchange there in Joburg. If you've ever driven from Pretoria to, to Bloom, then you'll know that that is quite an interesting junction space. And if you miss that sign, you miss Bloemfontein. <laughs> so signs are important because if we miss them, we might get lost. So signs are quite important things. And not only are they important because we might get lost, because if you're going to ignore some of the signs God is giving you in your life, like this one maybe, <laughs> you might not just get lost, you might also get hurt. But the sign that I want to speak about now is the sign that if you miss this one, not just lost, not just hurt, you're going to miss life. You might miss out on life if you don't see this sign, if you haven't embraced this one yet. So Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, it says the following. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. <laughs> this is the one that we need to look at. This is the important one. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and she will call him Emmanuel. Meaning God with us. Guys, if you've ever wondered why as Christians we always have a reason to be thankful. It's that. It's this sign. God is with you. And He's always with you. No matter where you go, He is with you. He will never leave you. And if you have that, with this sign, this sign gives you hope when you're hopeless. It gives you rest when you're restless. It gives you strength when you're weak and weary and tired. It gives you life. This is the sign that the whole world will look to and will know and can celebrate and can jump up and be, can be grateful for and say, we thank you, Jesus. You are with us. Because with you, we have everything. Without you, we have nothing. One of my favorite movie quotes, sorry, this is just like on the side. I love this one. <laughs> Anybody ever watched... Tom Cruise and what's Cameron Diaz in that day and night, day and night. So there's this moment, he's like this superhero guy and he takes her on this journey and he's like, he's the guy with all the skills. She doesn't know anything at all and so on and so forth. And then she's like at a certain stage losing it. She doesn't want to be with this anymore because this is way too adventurous, way too action packed. And then he's like, okay, cool. You can go, but your life expectancy with me, here. Without me, here. So with me, without me with me, without me. And I want to tell you guys today, Jesus is looking at you. With me, without me, with me. That's where you want to be. You want to be up here. You want to have an abundant life. And we can have that today. And today, I want to look at just two little signposts of the fact that we can know 
We in any case know that for certain, but this is just confirmation. It's pointing us to the truth that Jesus is with us and us as a family sitting here today. The one, first one that I want to quickly point out is, is this little photo here. At the beginning of the year, um, this is the thing that was on our heart. We said, God, we trust your word. You say in Revelation that you came to make all things new. And we're on a journey for three years with this. And this year, we are trusting God to make us new. And we see a lot of new babies being born, people meeting Jesus, people joining this family, becoming a part of this family. And we put our faith out there and we preached about this. We looked at Jesus' words when he says, I have come from for the lost. Those guys that are lost, when he says lost, it means he makes a claim. You can only lose something that's already yours. So when he says, I've come from the lost, for the lost, it's, he's saying, I claim ownership over humanity. And I want to bring them back home. And we've trusted God for that. So can I quickly just, we saw some stories. You guys saw them. There are many more. But can I just quickly give you some numbers, which blesses me so much. So this year, only in the morning services alone, we've seen 53% of the people in our services joining us this year. New babies, 53 that's more than half of the people that's now joining us at Central, only in the morning services. This number has risen. So if there's competition, evening service, you guys are winning currently. 71% of the people in our evening service have joined this year at Doxododay Central. So we're busy on a journey. Has God been faithful when we put our trust out there to invite people to come as you are? And they did. And they can discover his love right here in this space. That's just the numbers, but we know behind all the numbers are stories. And I know some of you guys are sitting here with that story. And it's so lack of having you with us and being a part of seeing how faithful God is. And we're thankful for that as a family. God stays true to his word. The second one that we need to say thankful, thank you for today is generosity. And here it is kind of like a, what God has done and what he's still going to do moment for me today. We trust in God for two million rand. That's what we said we're hoping for, to impact the city. If you don't know anything about generosity, you'll see there's a little pamphlet on your chair. You can partake in this. This is really an amazing thing. This is what we do as a family to just bless the city. And we do many things. We, we speak into education and into the brokenness of the city by looking after our piso, the babies in a baby house, babies that's left on the street. We're inviting them and we're planting new churches that people that are experiencing this, what you guys are experiencing here can experience it in other cities. We're going to Durban. And all of that is because of the generosity in this family. And we're saying, God, we're trusting for two. And today we're thanking him for already giving us 1.3 million which is amazing. It's something that we can say, thank you, Jesus. But we're still trusting because we still need, we really still need more. And that's part of the reason why I'm putting it out there today. We've actually had people coming this week asking, how can we give towards the Durban Plant Initiative? And it's people that, might, that missed out on the opportunity to give. And this is a monthly give or maybe a full-on give. If you are one of those guys, you know God has given you the 700,000 that we are missing. Quickly just put up your hand. I'm ready. Amen. Come and speak to me afterwards. We're sorted. 
Okay? So the reality is, as we're doing this as a family. So if God is still speaking to you, please be obedient. Trust God in this. That's one of the ways we say we are grateful for everything God has given us. We close that margin, we make the circle smaller, and we look at how can we be a blessing to the people around us. That is what Jesus does, and that's what we do. So, with those two things saying thank you, I want to end off like this, because we're going to have a moment where we express our thankfulness and our gratefulness for what God has done, but as part of that moment, we're not just going to express, I also want to invite everybody to remember why we can be. And I think Paul says it best in Romans 8, 31, when he talks about God being with us. He takes it one little step further. He says, what then shall we say in response to all of these things? If God is not just with us, but if he is for us, who can ever be against us? No one. And this is how we know he's for us. 32. He who did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Guys, I want to tell you today, God wants to bless you. That's what's on his heart. Might not come in the way that you thought it would, but he wants to bless you. And we're going to thank Him for that. And we can be assured of that by looking and remembering how He gave us the greatest gift of all, His Son Himself. So with that being said, Alina, you guys can come to the front. I want us to pray for a moment. Just getting our hearts ready. And then I'll explain what we're going to be doing in all the different orbits. So let's close our eyes. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you for sending a good gift, your Holy Spirit. Very good. And I want to come and pray, Holy Spirit, work in every heart here today, present. Open up our hearts to where we're still facing mountains to go and proclaim that your faithfulness will take us through. Where does my help come from? It comes from the maker of heaven and earth. And we proclaim that today. And Dad, as we're looking at some of the signs that's pointing to the greatest signpost we can ever see, Jesus coming for us and being for us and being with us today. We want to thank you for that, Jesus. Holy Spirit, thank you for opening up our hearts. And may we go and make statements of faith thanking you for providing in all of our needs. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, three things are going to happen. Number one, if you have given your life to Jesus and you've already embraced this gift, this gift of God giving His Son and you are surrendering to Him as Lord of your life, you're following Him, I want to invite you to be remembered today by taking communion with us. But it's only for guys that's already embraced this gift. Secondly, I want to invite you that not to only just remember, but to go and on that wall there at the back, there's big words that says, I am thankful for. 
And you, yes, are going to have the opportunity to write on the wall. How cool is that? And we'll keep it up there for the rest of this year. And to just go and express either what God has done or what you're still trusting Him for breakthrough for in your life. That's the second thing. Third thing, while you're not writing or you're not busy enjoying some communion and remembering, I want you to turn to the person next to you. And I want you to share what you're trusting God for or thanking God for and pray with one another. Just testify about what God is doing in your life. Can we do that? Amen. Then you can welcome to stand up and come and enjoy communion as well as go and express your thankfulness and gratefulness today. Amen. The beautiful thing about understanding this thankfulness is that it does one thing in our hearts. The more thankful we are, the more content we are. And my heart this, this morning is this, is that you're so content with who Jesus is. So content with not the things, but of who He is. Because when we are in Him, man, there's so much contentment, there's so much safety, there's so much truth. And I wanna pray for us. Jesus, thank You this morning that that we can just believe in this, believe in your name and just see what you've already done. And today we are so thankful. We are grateful for what you've done in our lives and what you're still gonna be doing in our lives, that you never stop and that we can be content with the name Jesus, with the person Jesus in us, because that will always be the greatest thing about us, is that you are with us, that we are never alone and you are for us, Father God. And we thank you for that. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.